Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one red cell at a time. It is Wednesday, and you know what that means. It means we bring back the one and only Anna Kelly. Hi, Anna. Hi, happy new year. Happy new year. I haven't talked to you since last year. I mean, gosh. I know. My goodness, it seems like forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long. It's been seven days. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, so uh, I saw on a Facebook post that uh, you were already attacking 2022, and you were up till 3 a.m. writing an offer on a a fancy beach house property. So uh, tell us about it. Tell us what happened and let's uh, let's see what's going on. Sure. You know, I'm, I'm always looking for properties and we talk about that too. You got to do the work every day, right? Do the work and every day. Listen, Christmas, I didn't do the work. New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, I didn't do the work. I, I had my downtime. But as soon as that's over, I'm like, okay, let's look at what deals. And so um, I already had my day pretty well planned um, the other day and a deal popped up on my alerts because I have alerts everywhere. And I'm like, okay, if I don't make an offer, it's gone, right? right. So I crunched the numbers and made an offer. So I'm really excited. I bought a, a really nice beach house in Navarre, Florida, which is between Pensacola and Destin. It's kind of the Emerald Coast, they call it, because the water's turquoise and white sand. It's really the prettiest water I've seen in the U.S. Mm. Um, and so it's a really popular destination site. Well, my son is there in college. You've interviewed Dane before. Mm -hmm. And so he really wants to go into Airbnbs together, more so than multifamily. So we've started looking at more properties there. Mm -hmm. And we've made an offer on a two-bedroom oceanfront um, condo. Okay. So where my last one was an oceanfront uh, townhouse with no HOA, this one has an HOA, it's a condo, but it has a pool mm -hmm. um, and it's oceanfront and it's an area that I think is, is going to continue to grow. Mm -hmm. And so I made an offer. Wow. So I have no idea what two bedroom, one bath condos cost. Oceanfront means to me expensive. Are we talking between half a million and 750? Or are we above that? Or what's going on? Where? Yeah. So here's the thing about this property. Um, most oceanfront properties in this strip are 700 to a million, 700,000 to a million. Okay. This little gym listed at 399.9. Oh my God. Really? Yes. Yes. Oh. Well, now, granted, it was um, it is smaller. So, yeah. you know, when they're listed, they do look at price per square foot. So it's a smaller condo. It, it's about two thirds of the size of most of them. Sure. Um, and, and so price per square footage, you could get up to that price point. But here's the amazing thing about vacation rentals at the beach that I have found is when you're renting them out, they don't say how many square footage is it? They just Never. look at it. Yeah. If it's oceanfront, they want it, right? So the fact is the property is a little smaller, but it doesn't change my rental income potential much differently oh. than the rental income I can get on one that I would pay 700000 for, for the same oceanfront two-bedroom condo. So by buying one cheaper because it's smaller, it, it really allows me to be much more profitable because oh, they're yeah. about the same. Yeah, so there's so much in this. I just want to hit again for people to realize, A, you had your buy box set up your alerts, you called it. That's what I call a buy box. Yes. You're doing the work. It comes across your radar. You strike fast, right? You were up till 3 a.m. crunching the numbers, writing an offer. I'm going to guess you wrote an offer at least a little over asking, but I'm just guessing. So actually I, I went in at asking oh, and there were, okay. some, there were some things, there was another offer there, mm -hmm. um, but I knew the other offer wasn't quite as strong as where I was going to be. Okay. Um, essentially, they couldn't tell me much, but I knew I was probably good there. Okay. And listen, there's multiple properties I'm interested in at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so I've already done the work. Right. Um, 
if you're doing Airbnbs, you've got to have data, right? And so I have subscriptions to three different data sources where, like you talk about, you have to know what average is, right? Mm -hmm. When I know what average is, and I know that a two bedroom on the sand is 700,000 and it'll bring me, you know, whatever it's going to bring 70,000 a year or whatever, I'm going to go to data every time a new listing pops up and I'm going to go say, what did that unit and the ones like it rent for last year in gross? What can I get? And then that makes me really sure of my of my numbers, right? And so I have a few that that looked really good, but this one looked the best. So I went in not super strong okay. and, and I lost it, right? Okay. But I got it back. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I love when that happens. <laughs> Yeah. So what she mean, what Anna means by that is she made her offer. It uh, it was probably used as negotiation for another offer. They came yeah. up, they agreed whatever it was. So they went into contract or open escrow, whatever the right word is, and something happened. Could have been an inspection. Could have been change of heart. You, you, you don't know often, but they called you back and they said, "Hey, yeah. you still interested?" And this was actually just a change of heart. Like really? you know, slept on it, and changed their mind. Okay. So I'm like. Good for me, right? Um, so I'm I'm back in business on the deal. Um, but the key is really knowing what a good deal looks like. And the minute something hits your box that is better than that, you act, you write Absolutely. an offer, right? Every so time. I did that. I've got two others that look really good in terms of all the numbers. I'm honing that in with my property manager. And I'm about to make an offer on one or two more today in the same area. Wow. So I'm curious what the 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 two the small two bedroom one bath what was it before was it is it somebody's home was it their second home was it an airbnb before do you know it was a second home that they also rented out okay. and one of the other things is when you look at rentals and purchases of vacation rentals really nice beach properties a lot of times the buyers are second home buyers and they don't want to have to do anything to the property michael they want it turnkey right. they're going to buy the ones because they come furnished almost always. They're almost always sold furnished. So a buyer that's going to buy it as a second home, even a, a, a vacation rental owner um, that's going to rent them out, they want ones that are really nicely furnished, really nicely updated. This one needs a little lipstick on the pig, right? Mm. So it's the pictures are not great. The lighting's <laughs> not great. The furniture is, um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take a funny jab, right? But it's like old and purple. <laughs> purple <laughs> we'll talk about your facebook post later but you yeah. know it's just, it's just a little bit um it's it's a very unique style and a little bit older furnishings and so people didn't grab that one as quickly as they do one that just looks a little nicer but it's furniture and paint right um so it it was rented but it didn't get great rental income and this is one of the things you got to look at with vacation rentals is the unit itself doesn't have great rental history Mm -hmm. But I know the rental income on every other unit in the building. Right. And I know that there's a lot more potential income that's validated by the comps mm -hmm. than what that property got. And if somebody doesn't really know the data and they just say, oh, it only made $25,000 on a $400,000 purchase, they're going to pass. Right. But I know that it can make me forty-five dollars to $60,000 on a $400,000 purchase. All right. So you still have due diligence to, to go through and all of that. But when you kind of pencil it out, one of the things I always ask new students to do besides buy box and all of that is to kind of estimate a make ready cost. So when you were looking at the bad pictures and the old purple furniture, what did what did you you know, you, are you like, hey, it's 10 or 15 on top of the 399 or what did you pencil in there? Yes, 15. Okay. That makes sense to me. Yeah. And that's really re totally repainting, oh, yeah. refurnishing 
you know, give some new dishes and stuff like that. Just new art, you know, just yeah. kind of sprucing it up. Mm -hmm. Very, very cool. Uh, and then sometimes HOAs uh, have covenants against rentals and short terms and all of that. I'm guessing giving it speechfront, they don't have that. That's correct. Yeah. And that's the number one thing you have to check before you ever make an offer is what is the, what is that area's covenants? Do they allow mm -hmm. vacation rentals? And one of the reasons I love oceanfront property is because most of the time these beach towns depend on the tourism for their tax basis. Mm -hmm. And so they want you to rent out your properties and bring more people there. It helps pay for stuff. And so beach towns, if you're on the ocean and not in a, a private residential neighborhood that's gated, um, they're almost always going to allow you to do it. So it's very it's very definitely good. allowed. So uh, it's only the fifth, and it sounds like you're busy on two, three, four different opportunities. Are we gonna Are we gonna assume 2022 is the year that uh, Anna goes uh, beachfront shopping and it's it's Airbnb all the way? Not Airbnb all the way. You know, I'm I I love lots of asset classes. I'll still buy multifamily and I'll still buy mostly vacation rentals because um, I do believe strongly in them with certain conditions. Mm -hmm. If they're near water, um, they're always going to do well. Lakes, yeah. rivers, oceans is my thing. I yep. rarely buy vacation rentals in major metros, and there's reasons for that. Um, but if I can buy oceanfront property at still a really good value compared to oceanfront property in other areas of the country, um, then I'm going to go ahead and still buy those. Rates are so incredible, Michael, and the programs that I can get for down payments. Yeah. I'm looking at a 10 to 15% down program. Oh, wow. Rates sub five, um, 30 year fixed, beating inflation. Yeah. You know, and even though the cash on cash return is not great on oceanfront, I'll be honest with you, by the mm -hmm. time you take out all the expenses, if you're making it turnkey fully managed, like I am. I'm not trying to run them day to day, right? I want it turnkey. Yeah, um, that's your problem. <laughs> yeah, the cash on cash is not incredible, right? Yeah. If I'm looking at other asset classes. But when I look at my mortgage pay down and I look at fighting inflation and I look at the tax benefits, you know, I'm I'm still in double digit annual returns, somewhere between, you know, depending on what I can rent them for, somewhere between 17 and 40% re annual return on best investment. That's a, uh, that'd be a great deal in many, many markets. So Anna, uh, we wish you luck. We'll be following every week, see which one or several that you get. How can people find you? Great. You can find me on my website at reimom.com. If you're interested in multifamily investing passively, you can find me at Greater Purpose Capital and my Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. I'm Anna Kelly, REI Mom. Very cool. Thanks, Anna. Thank you. Mm -hmm.